Welcome to Nerdables episode 464. This episode we discuss Disney laying off a lot of the Chappic era hires, as well as them laying off their VR department and their metaverse department. We also talk about Disney's 30 movies that are coming out in the theater and Disney Plus this year, as well as some of the things happening in the parks. And we talk about the mysterious rain dome that was supposed to be built over Disney World that Walt Disney actually had a patent for back in the 60s. We talk the season finale of The Bad Batch as well as saying goodbye to Ethan. This is Ethan's last live episode as he's moving off to Texas in the greener pastures. So this is going to be Nerdables episode 463. So long, Ethan. Thank you for all you've done. Welcome to Nerdables. I'm R.A. Joining me for the last time is Ethan and Mike. Me well, too. Last time. Well, probably. Probably the last time. <laughs> Maybe. Most likely the last time. See. You're not even talking in the microphone, so it doesn't even matter. Yes. And Mike's acting like he's never used his in his life. It's not staying straight. That's what you <laughs> turn to the left. It's got a little crick to the left. Got a crick to the left. Hey, so um, there's a lot of Disney news going on. In the world of... Uh, Disney's busy. Entertainment. There is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of layoffs. Um, mm. We talked about Marvel, the Marvel exec. Um, what's her name that was, you know... Um, uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now. She's Jesus Christ, too, yeah. Wasn't <laughs> um, Pamela... Ivy? As, Asley or something like that. Something like that. Who oh, we damn. said that you know, she put in a resignation. Yeah. She actually was let go. It's part of the, I guess, is part of the original uh, layoffs, because they just let they just laid off another Marvel exec, Victoria Alonso. There you Alonso. go, Victoria Jesus Alonso. Layoff. They just uh, was it Ike Perlmutter? Ike Perlmutter. He was still part of that. Well, yeah, he, he was in charge of basically Marvel Comics. He was the chairman. Oh for Marvel yeah, Comics. that's right. And so, he was just let go today. But I mean, he's eighty. I didn't, I didn't Is that even... really letting him go, or just kind of letting him do a forced retirement? Be like, dude, he's what eighty? Yeah, he's oh, he's wow. 80 I didn't years realize old. he was eighty. It's like, dude, you're good. I didn't Trust even think me. he was still around with even with the comics. Well, here's the other. Here's the weird thing. They just announced, you know, what four thousand layoffs, right? Seven thousand. Mm-hmm. Seven. I thought it was four. Last thing I read was seven thousand, unless four thousand is additional to the seven thousand originally. I thought it was originally four thousand, but there was none of it was going to be um, the park. parks or yeah. you know cast, oh, cast yeah, members. Yeah, yeah. They got rid of their entire metaverse team mm-hmm. and a couple other of the Chadwick um, era. You can't even call it an era. Chadwick year and a half. Chappick. Chappick. I'm like, Sorry. Chappick. I'm like, right. what did Black Panther have to do with this? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, Bozeman had like, oh The Chappick um, hires and departments mm. he built. Uh. The metaverse, here's the weird thing. Some of the, these are very strategic what they're letting go. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know they had a separate metaverse. I didn't like, need, well, <laughs> it's more group. their interactive, you know, uh, 3D interactive. Uh, okay. Um, AR shit. AR shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. Um, it almost sounds to me like they're getting ready to buy an, uh, something, somebody, a well, company. The thing is, uh, Meta also 
dropped a lot of support for the metaverse. Yes, they did. So I'm kind of wondering if they are no longer really focusing on that because AI is taking off now and maybe they want to Well, that was just the other thing that came out today. Elon Musk and a bunch of other people just came out today saying they're putting a hold on they the, want to put a hold. Yeah, yes, yeah they want because to. it's getting it's growing too fast and too rapidly. A lot of people are speculating Elon Musk is saying that because he wants to get into AI because he dumped all his shares of open AI and so now sure. he's not making any money off of this anymore. So he wants a six month hold so he can catch up now to it so that he can find time for the Disney stuff just seems too yeah because he has to pay for Twitter mm-hmm. yeah too specific. It seems to me like they're almost getting ready to buy somebody that has those departments. Maybe it's possible. Either that or they just really feel like there's not a whole lot of money into it at this moment. And so they're like, we'll just dump it now and pick it up later. Because remember, when they bought Lucasfilm, Mm. they dumped all of the Lucas... They dumped. That sounds bad. They laid off all of the Lucasfilm departments that they already had establishments in. Mm-hmm. So, and Disney's been very behind in the metaverse stuff. So if you're going to buy a company, say Sony, right? Mm. If you're going to buy Sony Pictures and Sony America, which has their own a, you know, AI and you know, AR and mm. VR, they have all that that they've already been established with. Or if they're buying Sony proper, which mm. would even be more, you know, because out, out Sony out of Japan. You drop those, you know, or if you're buying Apple, yeah, you drop those that you already have. For one, it gives you more money towards the purchase, and in that way, you don't have to do it once you buy the company. You don't have to. You don't decide. Do we keep ours? Do we keep theirs? Yeah. If there's already more established than yours, oh yeah, drop yours now, where you get to have that extra money to put towards the purchase and just bring that in. It's very possible. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it, you know, it could be that you also know, that they found after COVID, you know, we don't need all of these extra things, you know, which a lot of companies have found, yeah. especially working at home and stuff like that. All the tech companies, right? Uh, but on the other side of this, Disney also has thirty major films or movies coming out just in twenty twenty three. 30? The Disney 30. umbrella. The Disney yeah, yeah, umbrella. Yeah, no, I got you. You know, that's Disney, Lucasfilm, Marvel, yeah. Pixar, 30 films. I feel like at this point in time, anything in the movie theater is just under For Disney at this point. Much. That's not like some sort of period piece or, you know, Scorsese yeah, type yeah. film, you know? But th- this also can, includes films that are going straight to Hulu, straight to Disney Plus, mm. you know. Um, but yeah, 30 films. Do they still have. Um... What was it? What was that one? Um, the one company that, or the distribution that... Uh, Touchstone? Used, yeah, there we go. Yes. But I don't think Touchstone really does anything anymore. Uh, I think they kind of absolved that. Mm. <coughs> um, I was trying to see if there, if there was an actual list of the movies that are coming out. Um, but yeah, I mean, just even alone, 30 movies mm-hmm. from one distribution company is insane. Well, well, yeah. Like I said, it just seems like everything that's being put out nowadays is just through Disney, unless it's straight to a streaming service, you know, mm-hmm. bringing other things like Netflix and 
you know, uh, <laughs> Paramount and things like that that are doing their own thing. Well, let's see. We had Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania a, in February. Movie in the theaters every single year or every mm-hmm. month. Yeah. Chance Can Dunk is coming out what? March 10th. It's a, a Disney Plus movie. Yeah, no, I figured that. It's a, sounds uh, horrible. Is that like everybody? Air That's Bud? what it sounds like, yeah. Well, it, it's a... Um, <coughs> Chimpanzee. No, no, no. Chang is a... Uh, he's a he's a uh, Asian-American who can play so basketball. Did you say Chang? Yes. Oh, I thought you said Chance. No, Chang oh. Can yeah, Dunk. I heard Chance, too. That's okay. Why, That's why well, I thought it was like, is this like Air Bud? They're just like... <laughs> They have Boston Strangler in March, March 17th. Rye Lane, which is the March 31st. That looks good. Uh, Prom Pact. That sounds horrible. That sounds horrible. That's probably a Disney Plus one. Mm. Quasi, which is on April 20th on Hulu. Mm. Uh, Quasimodo, maybe? Um, Quasi is, yes, it's the, it's oh. a, I said Quasi, didn't I? Mm-hmm. It's Quasi, Yes. It's Hunchback to Notre Dame. Not mm. Notre Dame. Wow, fuck. Uh, uh, something else that's still stupid. Peter Pan and Wendy's, April 28th. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, Part 3. Crater on Disney Plus, May 12th. White Men Can't Jump, May 19th. They already did that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> Little Mermaid, May 26th. The Boogeyman, June 2nd. Flaming Hot. Am I really going to go through all this? Elemental, which I want to see. Good. I want to see Elemental. That trailer that just came out makes it look a yes. lot better. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destinies, oh, yeah. June 30th. Theater Camp, that's another Disney Plus thing, I guess. No, that's a searchlight. Mm. Uh, Haunted Mansion is the 28th of June. Wow, that's this year. Jeez. Yeah, mm-hmm. world's best. Don't care about haunting in Venice. Actually, looks kind of good with Kenneth Branagh because this is. You know, remember, they also have 20th Century Studio stuff. Mm. The next, then the next goal wins. Don't care. True Love, <coughs> The Marvels, November 10th. Wish is another. That's the big Disney animated animation one, which is November 22nd. Uh, there's a Stan Lee movie on Disney plus magazine dreams is December 8th dashing through the snow, which is on Disney plus magazine, which has ludicrous starring in it. Fuck. Are you going Bollywood here? Whoa. Check this out. There's one called poor things. It's starring Willem Dafoe and Emma stone. To Spider-Man alum. Yeah. Night Bitch, which is going to be on... Night Bitch? Night Bitch, which is going to be on Hulu, starring... Disney Plus. Amy Adams. Okay. Rated E for everyone. Yeah. There's a young woman in the sea, which is Disney Ridley. Daisy Ridley. Jesus fucking Christ, Rich, get it together. Uh, I'm not going to get through them all. There's, you know... There's just so much, but we talked about this a long time ago when Marvel, they announced Marvel's going to have four movies a year. We had Star Wars movies. We had all this stuff, Disney, that they're going to start stepping on their own toes. Well, yeah. Once they own every property, of course, they're going to be stepping on their own toes. It's just like the subway franchises. They open them up like right across the street, but you're diminishing your returns because who are you going to choose? Or Starbucks when you have three Starbucks within, you know, you have Starbucks. A, throne, a stone's throw. 
So seriously, yeah. over on Moore Park Road, right there where Jans is, right? <laughs> there's one at the Ralphs. There's one that's a standalone. Mm-hmm. There's one in Vaughn's. And now they're putting another one right down by T.O. High School. Yeah. Like well, yeah. The drive-thru. The well, yeah, but the one in the Vaughn's parking lot is probably going to be shut down. And that's going to be moved to the drive-thru. Because they seem to be opening drive-thrus and transferring those stores yes. over. Because the one off of uh, Moore Park and T.O. Boulevard moved to the Jans Marketplace. No, it's just so. all the ones that are trying to, jo- to join unions. They're closing those and just opening new ones down the street. <laughs> so then that way, you know, they don't have to unionize their workers. Um, no, I mean, Disney's got so much. I mean, just Jesus Christ. They're just all over the place. You know, you're laying off so many people, but you're continuing more productions than ever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The thing is that they're protecting, they're protecting their... Um, certain assets because they know those are going to make the money. And, you know, Bob Iger is not a dumb person when it comes to the business within Disney. So he's And you, not only that, sorry to cut you off, because it just hit me. Oh, that's the first sorry of cutting you off. <laughs> Ever? <laughs> um, not only do you have that, but you also have all these park expansions. Yeah. You know, Disneyland was getting ready to expand because they, talk, they talked about putting in uh, Pandora. Mm-hmm. And there was a mention at one point of doing Frozen or some yeah. sort of, you know, um, that type yeah. of, of, of attraction. That's going to be kind of like what Star Wars Land is or all that. That's going there. You have the work that's going on in Disney World. And then the, you know, there's a big expansion in uh, Epcot. And there's uh, Iger was, you know, there's still two big expansions going on in uh, Disneyland Paris. And they're even talking about doing some more at the Magic Kingdom there because they Iger felt that's the weakest of all the parks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you stick with the parks and the entertainment chapter and kind of get rid of everything else. And, of course, also the thing that Ethan reported this week with, you know, the, the rain bubble that they're going to put over Disney World. <laughs> what? There's a, there was an article that talked about how Disney <coughs> is looking to put in a dome over Walt Disney World. To be able to close it off, if it, yeah. So if when it rains, if it can mm. close it off, and the, the article seems like it's from you know just one of these speculation like the signs. No, it's no. it's like it's one, a, of these one of these Disney Disney Park News things, yeah. Disney like speculation sites. Oh. But then when I was reading more into it, there was another article that did say back in the '60s there was filing. For Disney to kind of get a patent to work on something like that, so yeah. it's not far fetched. It's just they didn't have the technology at the time, so they never right. did it. And so I was like, "Well, maybe they are." Do you know how many patents are out there for things that oh, yeah. don't exist and oh, never yeah. will exist? Yeah, that are just ideas. I don't yeah. know how you would be able to do that with a, such a large. You're basically piece. building a dome city. It's going to be like the Simpsons movie. Yeah, no, I know, <laughs> but it's just a, a standing structure like that. I don't know how you would. Yeah, there's no way. It's, it's, that, it's hard to think about. And also doing it to a point where you can make it retractable. Something right. that big, you have to think of how tall the dome has to be. Right. How much power it's going to require to move all these different pieces even the, to retract yeah. and then go around well, or whatnot. Think about how big Disneyland's Magic Kingdom is. Yeah. You know, the, the Disneyland. Disneyland. Yeah. yeah. The no, Magic Kingdom at Disney World is probably twice that. Right. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I mean, it, it's it's doesn't have any more rides than Disneyland, but right. it's sp- spread out a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like they have retractable stuff for stadiums and stuff. Sure, but, but you're talking a but that's completely of, different. Two hundred yards at the most. Yeah, you're you're talking about something that's. Uh, Maybe it has a capacity of 80,000 people. And those are usually flat, too. Yeah. Uh, like, stadiums have more than 80. No, I'm saying... Like, so high, it holds like 150, I think. No, I'm saying there's ones with retractable roofs that are like stadiums that are around 80,000 people. So they're smaller. Well, let's see. Because um, Glendale, the Glendale Stadium for in Arizona has a retractable. The Mercedes Dome in Georgia has one. Yes. I know that for sure. And... and that's not, I mean, that holds probably 100,000 or more. Okay. So I even think 100,000 people. Yeah. On a good day, it's speculated that Disneyland gets 250,000 people. So if you think about how much space just for Disneyland mm-hmm. to hold 250,000 people, let alone Walt Disney World, which is much larger. Mm-hmm. Actually, I take that back because the, uh, the Superdome is old. It's an older stadium. It holds 74,000. Okay. Uh, yeah, that has a, re- a retractable. Um. Yeah. So you just have to think of how big that is. Just the enclosure to the to the Superdome mm-hmm. itself. So you think of how much larger you have to make it to fit what almost mm-hmm. two and a half times that. Yep. And a dome and too. A dome, it's not, it's yeah. not just flat. Yeah. Correct. And, and then is the parking included in and in, inside the enclosure, or is it going right. to be outside the enclosure? If parking is going to be inside the enclosure as well, yeah. then that's more space that you have to go out. It's Florida. It only goes so wide. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can really do that. But And then it's also Florida. It's marshland. I'm sure it's that's interesting. difficult to build something that heavy to me, on be, top of it. It would be an eyesore, though, too. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. like, in order, you'd have to put, uh, like, checkpoints for the dome, mm-hmm. like, over, like, arcs. Oh, probably, Just yeah. going over the entire park in order for it to go to one point, to the next, to mm. the next. That's so interesting. And then you just have these ugly lines going yeah. across your... So even SoFi order. is 63,000. Yeah, I didn't People? think it was that big. Yeah, for capacity. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I mean... I, but I Tennessee... Checked. Tennessee... Oh, I'm sorry, it's 70,000. Um, still Tennessee football Tennessee Volunteers football station football stadium holds 101,000 mm-hmm. Alabama's football st- stadium holds 100,000 no. these are bigger than the NFL teams which makes well, sense it makes sense for college because right. you can get in practically free mm-hmm. if, especially if you have all the student body and then well we're I, I don't forget I think I was talking to Ed and we were talking about some stadiums that we thought were bigger than they were, mm. and we were like, I wonder how much Madison Square Garden holds. That's got to hold a lot, right? Mm. It's only like 60,000, 70,000 people. But you got to think about it. That's, an, you know, that's a lot older. It's 20,000. Is it 20,000? 20,789. Wow. So even, yeah. I forget which one was 60 or 70 then. But, <laughs> yeah, we were we were looking at the some Superdome stadiums. Superdome is 60, and we 64. Like, Man, that's... That's nothing. MetLife Stadium is eight, uh, 82,500. But yeah, yeah. I mean, the, <clears throat> some of these stadiums, you, you know, you got to remember, Madison Square Garden has been around for right. 50 years or more. Yeah. No, we thought just because, you know, everybody talks about how it's the big venue and whatnot. Yeah, we're like, oh, it's it opened be a in lot 1969, 1968. Mm-hmm. So almost 50 years, almost 60 years. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, no, the stadiums are just absurdly. It, well, even this that sphere that they're building in, or they want to build in New York, that's gonna. They at first at one time they said there's gonna replace the garden. Now people are fighting not to replace the garden, but to add this in there. You mean the Madison Square Cube, Madison Garden Cube? No, it's not. It's not Futurama. Mm-hmm. No, the sphere. Um, that one with the whole like. Uh, intuitive sound system and whatnot. Uh, you haven't read about this. Mm-hmm. You think? You it's, think when they when they were designing it, somebody said, "How about just doing it a cube?" It's it's no, fascinating. Gonna, we can't do that. We got to do a sphere. Got to do no. You have to do a cube. No, we can't. Futurama already did that. We can't do what Futurama did. Lisa's uncle was was one of the designers for this thing. I, you know the place in Burbank that has um, on Hollywood Way that has that giant sphere. Sure. That's the mini version of it. That's the testing facility for it. So they're building one in New York, and I think they're building it in Las Vegas as well. Mm. The thing that's crazy about this is they're talking about how, and tangent, but they're talking about how when you go to a concert, for example, Mm. you can sit, like, let's say Mikey and I and Rich are all sitting next to each other. Uh And Rich, for some reason, wants to hear the concert in Spanish. Okay. I want to hear it in English and Mikey wants to hear it in like Dutch or whatever, uh, whatever they offer without putting any kind of headphone on mm-hmm. or sound system based on your seating. They have to just program it to say, basically hit this seat with this kind of audio and we can just be sitting next to each other. You'll hear it in Dutch. I'll hear it in English and Rich will hear it in Spanish. What the fuck? Yeah. And there's no overlap as far as, you know, so apparently yeah. this oh, weird. James Dolan um, made a presentation in New York about a new future, a futuristic new arena concept, the MSG Sphere. Um, it'll, let's see, it's uh, investors utilize monosodium glutamate. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, but even the here's back the side thing. is just a giant screen, so it's it's you're seated basically right. on one side of the dull sphere. Right. And the stage is just a giant screen, so it's like, you know. So, the uh, yeah. Let's see. The, there's one supposed to be in Vegas and one in London, which are so, which this is an article from 2018. They were supposed to open, scheduled to opening beginning 2020. There was, uh, the company expects to break ground on the 18,500 capacity venue in Vegas later this year. I don't no, think this ever happened. <laughs> No, they they actually started building it in Vegas. I know they they were planning on at one point to do it in New York, but Vegas is actually being built as we speak right now. It makes sense to put it in Vegas mm-hmm. as a tester just to see because yeah. It's if just... you ever if you're ever in Burbank and you go down Hollywood Way next to the airport, mm-hmm. there's that hotel that's across the street from the airport on Hollywood Way. You'll see a giant sphere, mm-hmm. and it's basically you know. One that has like a couple hundred seats capacity, but it's their testing facility that they use to actually program everything and yeah. make sure the technology works and everything. Um, we had a, a girl that worked at our, our job whose uncle was, you know, building as part of the builders for this. And so yeah. that's how I found out about it. And I was like, well, that technology sounds pretty fascinating. So I looked into it more and I was yeah. like, that's crazy to think. Well, there's a website for it. It's MSG yeah. Sphere. It's thesphervegas.com. Das Sphere. No, not Das. <laughs> the. Which is uh, uh, the MSG Sphere at the Venetian. 
is a sphere shaped mm-hmm. sphere shaped musical and entertainment area being built in the paradise in Paradise, Nevada, near Las Vegas's Strip, mm-hmm. on the east end of the Venetian Resort. Yeah, I think they're currently building it right now. The capacity it's supposed to open. It, was spo- it says it opened September twenty third, two thousand three, two thousand twenty three. Well, that it's not open yet. Then. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Oh, yeah. oh, so it's this year, right 2023. It's a 17,500 capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 300, let's see, it's 336 feet mm-hmm. high. That doesn't seem very high. 330, 366 feet. 30 stories, basically. That looks very weird. The cost is $2.1 billion. Mm-hmm. It's. I mean, to me, the technology is what was most fascinating to me. Is, you know, just being able to, you know, the sit ho- and hear completely different things. The whole outside looks like it's an LED to mm-hmm. give it a look, well, the yeah, look of the... Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Mm. That's weird. That looks like something that you'd see in Dubai. Mm. Oh, yeah, totally. You know, if we had better infrastructure here in the United States, we'd have buildings like that, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's my tangent, sorry. I just thought that was really cool. The science behind it. What were we talking about? <laughs> we, uh, the retractable. Somehow we got onto the retractable roof, roof for uh, Walt Disney World. Yeah. Um, of those 30 movies I mentioned from Disney, any of those that you're really excited for? Uh, Guardians. Um, Elemental. Indiana Jones. Yeah, Indy. Marvels. Yeah. I'm kind of interested yeah, in the Haunted Mansion. Little Mermaid. Uh, Peter and Wendy I'm excited for. That's not... Is that a movie or is it a show? It's a movie. Uh, and but it's it, going to be straight to uh, Disney Plus. Straight to Disney Plus, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, those, I'm excited <coughs> for those. Ethan? Yeah, I could care less. I don't get excited for movies anymore. You don't get excited for I don't get anything. I don't get excited for anything, though, either. So, really, so like, you could take whatever I just said inter- for granted. I can say I'm interested in them. I'm not. Right. I'm not going to say I'm excited. I'm not like Jones and, oh, God, I need it right now. Where is it? Yeah. You know? But, yeah, I mean, I'm interested enough to see him. I am stoked to see those movies. Like, completely, utterly want to go just. Just on a please don't. I think that's illegal. <laughs> Stupid. Hey, so Clone War or nope, Bad Batch wrapped up tonight, season two. Mm-hmm. We uh finished we watched those two episodes before we started. Yeah, yeah. What'd you think of season two? It's a lot better. Yeah, it's better than the first season. Uh, it had more to go they had more places to go with it. Yeah. More places to go, but I also feel like the production value is a lot better this time around. And it's kind of like found its footing. The thing that uh, bugs me the most, because it's kind of, you can anticipate it with the show until the last couple of episodes is just like, all right, we're going on a mission. Oh, something screws up in our mission. Oh, we didn't get what we we're getting. Okay, go back. And it was like that for the first couple of episodes. And mm. it's just, you just kind of like, ah. 
Well, that's why they had to figure out some place to go with it. Yeah. And they couldn't just keep going on missions for Sid. Yeah. Because then that just gets so boring and just, yeah. okay, no, I'm tired of it. Yep. It's the same thing with, you know, you couldn't. That's why with, like, they wanted to do a Boba Fett series. You can't just, or even like the Mandalorian when it first started out. You can't just do a bounty hunter show mm-hmm. where he just every time he, every week he's going out for a new, right. you know, new hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the good, that's the good thing about the Bad Batch because they're clones. So you have that drama but right there. The problem was that with Bad Batch, it was every week it was the same thing. They never got a win, basically. And so they always went out to get something. And somehow it got destroyed, or oh, they lost they it, didn't come yeah. back or, and they come back without it. They needed to have some wins, and I think that if they switched that up every once in a while, then that would have made. But it they better. didn't. This season was just nothing but loss, including yeah. the, the season finale. Yeah, but so. it's worse loss. Oh, totally. Like, yeah, yeah. So uh, here's the one thing that bothers me, though. They have all these Republic commandos. Mm. There's a lot of them, more so than you would ever have thought that there would be in. You know, the Republic Commando was supposed to be an elite squad of clones. Mm. You might have had, you know, two or three divisions, but they were, you know, they were supposed to be made up of the elite of the elite. Like it just looked like a lot of regular armor. This, they have them just basically, there's a lot of them. You know, granted, you saw the main four from the game, but they're clones. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I know that they said they're phasing out the clones and they're doing this with the clones and that. These are clones still now attacking other clones. Well, it could be the um, some of the ones that he's taken away. I mean, not using for any research, but he's actually like retraining them, and now they're Republic commandos. I'll I'll give you that. So maybe I'll give you that. Did one. we see them though? Did we've we never hear seen them? them? We've never seen them with their armor off. No, I got you, but I I don't even remember hearing them though. Mm-hmm. And they, um, they all sound no, like they're, clones? they're basically treating them as as, as the uh, interesting. They're they're basically treating them as the uh, as the um, dark troopers. Okay, like the heavy troopers. But yet, yeah, but we don't know they're clones though. Why are we assuming that they're clones? Well, because they were clones in the everywhere else. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you saw you saw the Republic Commando mm-hmm. clones in an episode of Clone Wars. You saw the the main four. Okay. Um, did I say dark troopers? I meant death troopers. Though mm. so, you know the the oh, yeah the ones in Rogue One. The ones that, yes yeah, that's what they're kind of treating them as. Mm. It was, you know that's what we had an animated Krennic tonight. Yeah, I saw that mm. too. And it sounded like it was his voice. It was hard to ben tell. Nicholson. Yeah, I almost want. I I don't know if they if if. They, while we're talking, somebody look it up. Um, they could have just taken dialogue That's, and I repurposed sort of it. Because it was just a single line. Correct. So, But I was sitting there when they first showed them and they, they showed one officer in white. I was like, this is the type of place where you drop Krennic in. I'd love to see that one of these is Krennic. Right. And then they did show the side view of him when it went around. I was like, oh my God, that's got to be Krennic. Mm-hmm. And then when he spoke, I was like, ah, oh, that's so perfect. <clears throat> and even if it's not Ben Mendel- Ben Mendelson, 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 he uh, it sounded just like it looked like him. It was perfect. It is. That's him. Was it him? Yeah. He, at least he gets he gets credit for it, even if it wasn't him for the show, which is great that they would do that. Because I thought that would be you know, 
that's perfect to do that with. You know, especially when you have Tarkin and everybody there and you, you kind of even see the little bit of animosity between the two of them where Krennic doesn't really, you know. Yeah. But I, th- I thought that was just a nice little ad that they do, and I- I'm glad they did it. Um, I'd love to see him show up in Mandalorian, you know, because you had the, with the doctor and everything. Mm. I'd yeah. love to see him show up. Like Doesn't he die in Rogue One? Oh, yeah. That, this is after Rogue One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Screw that. It's a flashback in Mandalorian before uh, yeah. Rogue One. That's where I was trying to get with that. Grogu season, like, as he's running away. Okay. Last that we won't discuss tonight's episode, but last week's episode of Mandalorian, mm-hmm. we got the redemption of Ahmed Best. Mm. Oh yeah, which he was playing the character that he did. And we we t- kind of talked yeah, about this a little yeah. bit before. He played the character that he did in the YouTube Jedi Academy, you know, little right. thing that they did that was kind of like what uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. That's yeah. exactly it. Yes. <laughs> Um, but he was a badass in this. Oh yeah, which is good. Yeah. yeah. So, well, we were talking. Remember, we were talking to Chris on Sunday about mm-hmm. it, and he said that because remember he makes a comment that, uh, the contact uh, the, the, about the contact. Yeah. Chris is like, what if the contact is Jar Jar? Yeah. Yeah. Like that would be amazing to me. Yeah. I want to see the redemption of Jar Jar Binks. That'd be pretty cool. I want to see, you know, I want to see you standing there with somebody talking about me's a me- messed up. Me's a be- <laughs> me's a caused all this to happen. <laughs> yeah. You know, let me, me's a need to fix. Here's how I'm fixing it. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, Jar Jar's Jar Jar, but now a conversation between Jar Jar and that's what I'm saying. His Jedi uh, counterpart. Counterpart. That's what I'm saying. Is that would be amazing. <laughs> that would Man. be that, that would be bigger than the redemption of Hayden Christensen. Would it? With Obi Wan. Yes. Because Jar Jar uh, was way more hated than Hayden was. Yeah, well, it depends on what well, they do yeah, with Jar Jar. <laughs> I'm, I'm good with not seeing him after that. Then, it's like, no, it depends. I think if if Jar Jar's toned down, where he's not just the goofy comic relief, yeah, and actually like, provides something to the now. story. He's a fucking senator. Yeah, he was. A but senator. see, that's just it. If you have Jar Jar now, where he real he's realized. That or he's like kind of matured. Yeah, he, he he fucked up. Then uh, then I could see that you know being more accepted, you know. But I just I think I think if you got that, would be it'd be something special. Where if you, you it'd know. be nice. I don't know. I wouldn't mind saying Jar Jar again if if it provides a, to a good enough story. So why not? I think it would be amazing. But you know, of course, you know we're also getting Mace Window back in comic form. Comic form. Set in close to the Mandalorian in the years, I think. Mm. So that's something. So he's been in hiding for. Well, yeah, he'd had to go in hiding, you know, yeah. especially since he's blind and missing an arm. Yeah. Um, fell off a. However high. <laughs> three thousand foot high, you know, three thousand story high building. Mm-hmm. Look, he just fell and got launched into another building, took out his lightsaber, and just slid down the building, 
He didn't have his lightsaber. No, it got cut off. Because it, it, he lost it. You know, unless he unless he force pulled it to him with his hand that was remaining and then put it up. Yeah. Mace Window was a powerful Jedi. So, why not? Um, as much as I like the expanding stuff where you don't... I, I would love to see what they would do with something like that. To bring, yeah. But Mace is... Here's the thing. Mace is so... If you bring Mace back, especially where he doesn't die, be you know, sometime around Order sixty six or after, he's such a powerful Jedi mm. that you have three of the most powerful Jedi would still alive at that point. Why couldn't they figure out how to get together, grab Luke and Leia, train them, and start finding all the Jedi in the galaxy that are remaining, and band together? To help with the rebellion. Because remember, we get no Jedi, and then once Obi-Wan and, and Yoda die, Luke is the last of the Jedi. Yeah. Or well, so we think, because there's Ezra out there. Maybe they there's Ahsoka so out there. <laughs> there's Mace. There's, there's Mace. There, we don't know what's going to happen with Cal Kestis. We, you know, who mm. knows what happened with... with um, Whatever you know, pick your name because mm. you know, pick your lightsaber. They're all out there. This thing, it seems like. Well, if they thought that they'd be sensed, sensed like with the Force, you know, by uh, Palpatine or Vader. See, that's so that like, was. Uh, I sense a presence. Well, the so, thing somewhere is, over here in the sector. That was what I always said. Was that because Chris was always like, well, you know. I don't understand why why they didn't just Yoda and Obi Wan stay together and take the kids and train them. Mm. I, what I said was that would be too much force sensitive, light right. side force sensitivity together right. in a galaxy now that's run by the Emperor. Mm. Four Jedi, five Jedi, can't overcome that. Mm-hmm. You right. know, because you know, even they would have brought Ahsoka in because. Bale knew where Ben was. Bale knew where Ahsoka was. Right. So he could have brought them in with Yoda and, you know, the, all on Dagobah. But that, that, to me, that's too much. The, the the Emperor would have sensed it and would have come after him. You know, hell, he could have taken the fucking Death Star with them all sitting on there instead of blowing up uh, Alderaan, mm. just got him blown up Dagobah, and then he killed all of them at mm, once. Yeah. They had to wait until the galaxy was ready for them wow. to return and it wasn't until the galaxy was ready with the rebellion and got to the point where Luke, you know, could fight Vader one on one. Return of the Jedi. Boom, baby! Well, I just the, blew your mind. The kids wouldn't be able to suppress their Force Correct. abilities, though, either. Correct. Where, yeah, they, they wouldn't got, be able to hide them. You have people like uh, Obi Wan and Yoda that could probably tune themselves off yeah. to the Force, but, but they did, and they here. spent years. No, I know what I'm saying, but. Yeah. But like you yeah. know, Mikey was saying, Luke and Leia probably couldn't because Yoda still had learning. to go to a planet that was equally, you know, was so strong in the in the living force that he could be lost in it. That he could be lost in yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So when you know, if you if you find Dagobah on a you know on the map or you're within range of it, there's so much life going on there, and so you much think so much life, you know, force energy right. that you can't tell that there's a Jedi yeah. there on something like Tatooine. You know, if if Obi Wan's not meditating and, and suppressing his force abilities, which we notice he he in Kenobi, it takes him a while to get back to form. Mm. You know, he because he has to suppress it. 
or they would see, or, you know, and, and they would be able to track him and find him through right. the force. Yeah, and the only reason he's on Tatooine is because he's there to protect Luke. Right. So, but there's other things. You know, there's like was Quinlan Voss, Quinlan Quinlan Voss still out there? Fuck, I can't even talk right now, and I haven't even taken anything or smoked anything. Yeah. Uh, not that I mean, edibles, not other drugs. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't taken meth. meth. Well, I haven't uh, taken anything. It kind of sounds like meth what the today, fuck yeah. are you taking? Other <laughs> no, edibles would be what I would have been smoked taking. Smoked heroin. <laughs> um. My point was, you know, there's still other Jedi out there. We know that yeah. Quinlan Voss was out there because they mentioned his name in Kenobi. Mm. You know, that and that he was working the path or whatever it was they were calling yeah. it. And we know through video games and other things and comics and stuff, there's other Jedi out there. Yeah. You know. Also, this falls into the whole trap of these movies were made way before they decided to expand this a lot mm-hmm. more. Correct. So, that's why in the Star now, Wars universe you cannot have a show or something without having a lightsaber in it or people freak out. Yeah. <clears throat> Andor. <clears throat> Andor is such an amazing it show. Is. It expands the universe so much, but it doesn't have a lightsaber in it. Andor There's not enough bang bang shoot him up. He tells a story. I don't want a story. I want lightsabers and blasters. Mm-hmm. I want new Star Trooper designs and designs and designs of Star Wars. Are you done? Yeah. Sorry. Cool. Fucking expand the universe. Stop bringing, you know, new old characters into new shit. You know, great. Yeah. Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan did a great, Kenobi did a great job. It gave you two old characters and a bunch of new stuff. Mm -hmm. You know? But the thing is that the old characters pertain to the story. Yes. So it wasn't just kind of shoehorned in, you know, oh, you know, like you know, having Ahsoka in The Mandalorian, for example. How long did we argue mm-hmm. about, how, this show can't be good if you take Obi-Wan off of Tatooine. He has to have a legitimate reason to go leave Luke. Mm-hmm. None of us, for the longest time, thought Leia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, I think we we mentioned it at some point. I, said, I, there's one point where the I only said, well, reason that we could accept it is if he had to go save Leia. That, I think one, at one point when we were we were going around table, we were, yeah. we were, and I, I think I looked over Chris and said because he was like, "No, no," you know, he kept saying, "No, it has to be there." I said, "What about if he has to go save Leia?" And he stopped for a second. Yeah, and that, I think that's the only thing that we thought. Okay, well, that and we would all make we sense. all kind of stopped and went, "Yeah, that works," but you know. Especially with Leia being so close mm-hmm. to the center of the empire, yeah. Okay, that that that's only you know there's that's one viable way, or right. is Luke has to be taken off Tatooine? That was the other right. way. So, you know, the Pike Syndicate comes in and and Owen doesn't do what they say, and they they kidnap Luke as ransom. Right. You know, th- there's your season two. Yeah. You know, if you want Luke and Obi Wan in it, there's your season two. There we go. We know the Pike Syndicate's been trying to take over Tatooine from, you know, we see that in, in, uh, Solo. So, no, well, Solo, but we also see it in, uh, Book of Boba Fett. Mm. You know, or, you know, Jabba goes, he, you know, Jabba, Owen had to take a loan out with Jabba because the moisture farm wasn't doing things and Jabba wasn't, enough. wasn't producing enough. So he takes Luke, you know, he kidnaps mm. Luke and, Takes you know, a bounty hunter takes him off planet because somebody's coming after him. Send the check, Disney. Send the check. You know, there's Doing all this work for you. There's your season two. If you uh, you know, if you really want, 
Hell, not to mention, we have uh, Reva out there also, you know, mm-hmm. who's a reform, who was a former Jedi, you know, and then uh, Inquisitor. Inquisitor. That's right. Yeah. She's out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. What the hell happened to her? I don't remember. She just handed Obi-Wan her lightsaber and walked away. Yeah. In the scene that everybody complains about, you can so tell it's in the in the volume. Because look how flat everything is. And look, it just, mm. it doesn't seem, it seems just way too open. There's nothing there. It's the fucking desert. Mm. Have they ever been to a fucking desert? Probably not. There's mm. nothing there. I mean, the horizon is just a distance. Mm. <coughs> it's yep. just a flat plane. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's people for you. Star Wars fans are some of the most annoyingly people. Just can't enjoy annoying things people. anymore. No, for what they are, or <coughs> even not enjoy things for what they are. They can't just be like, ah, I didn't like it. Yeah, I have to nitpick everything and then mm-hmm. tell my tell the entire internet mm-hmm. what I feel like. No, you don't. Um, Dungeons and Dragons is getting some of the best reviews of mm-hmm. any movie in the last two years. That's the crazy. trailer doesn't look. That I I, I want to see it because it's Dungeons and Dragons and I you know, it looks enjoy like it. a fun it looks like a fun movie to be honest with you it looks like a farce at some point mm-hmm. mm. but it looks really good and when you I mean when I mean it, nine it was ninety two percent Rotten Tomato or something I think so um, Variety called it one of the best movies of the year or something like that I mean it just it's getting major it's getting great response from from the critics. Yeah. Well, just seeing the trailer, you get a lot of the uh, good. Uh, what is it? Um, charisma. I want to say maybe between the actors. Chemistry. On this, in chemistry. Maybe that works. Michelle better. Rodriguez seems really good in this. I think it's another thing is because it's not part of any big franchise. Mm-hmm. There's no Marvel. It's not Star Wars. It's not. It's something different. Fox, old Fox properties. It's the same but different. Right. You know, and it looks like a fun movie. It seems like the the actors have really good chemistry with each other. So it seems like they'll play off each other very well based on what I can tell from the trailer. And also hearing that people are giving it good reviews and everything. Yeah, I think that's it should be an enjoyable movie to watch. Yeah, I think that they said that it's supposed to... if you wait until like April, uh, like less than a month, it, it's supposed to be on in uh, on uh, streaming service. That's quick. Yeah, I, that'd, be, that'd be stupid. I I, I, I wonder if they, they thought that at first because they didn't think it was going to do very well, right? And now it's getting all these really good reviews that huh. they may just well, yeah, you, you can know. push that out. Yeah, well, maybe they'll wait until. You know, the first weekend box office comes through, and if it's making a ton of money, then they'll right. be like, you know what? We'll, we'll wait to put it on a stream. Remember yeah. with with Shang-Chi, they said mm-hmm. 45 days before it was out, and people were like, what? This is a great movie, yeah. Why would you, you know, you're, you're shooting your own box office numbers mm-hmm. by doing that. I mean, look at Avatar. Avatar's still not on streaming. Yeah. It's and coming soon, though. It came out Christmas, right? It did. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, it was before the the new year. Yeah, it was it was a Christmas release. Jesus, oh yeah, and it's you know it's still you can still find it in theaters. 
Well, that's the thing. It should it it's typically like four months before it would show up on DVD or streaming. And I feel like well, you know, it, a movie that big, mm. they'll probably wait uh, to put it on streaming because they want to make DVD sales still, or even digital download sales and things like that. Yeah. And then put it on streaming. Wow. Well, right. If they don't have anything else that can fill a theater, like, oh, we still have this on mm-hmm. loan, so we'll just keep it in no. on one of the screens. And I also wonder if a lot of a lot of theaters are asking to keep movies longer just to start making some money again yeah. because they've been closed for so long for yeah. for COVID so they can say, um, I don't know about that. I mean, Avatar, I mean, not internationally. Th- I, okay. Let's put it this way. Internationally, this movie has been a phenomenon. Domestically, it did uh, 608, 680 million worldwide. It's done a hundred as excuse me. It's done 1,629 million. So, it's almost done a billion dollars more internationally than it did in, you know. Yeah. yeah, but also we know that the international market loves these type of oh, mm-hmm. totally techie movies. So it's like I mean, it, worldwide to, it's done 2.3 billion. Yeah, so that's that's just a given that anytime you release a movie like this overseas it's going to be a lot bigger. It surpassed uh, Endgame. Mhm. That's even without a, chi- a Chinese release. Really? Yeah. Mm. I'm looking at I'm looking at the international market. Uh, let's see. That's Europe, Middle East, Africa, uh, Asia. Wouldn't that be? Did oh they no, not, they they do have China on here. I was was say, don't they lump China into Asia? China, but the, the gross in China is only two hundred and forty-five million. That's yeah. still it's still higher than anywhere else internationally, but with France being uh, the highest at uh, 156 million, mm. but it China it doubled what you know China it doubled, but that's still you know considering that there's 1.6 billion mm-hmm. made overseas internationally, there isn't like one country that did even close to what it did in the United States. No. Well, they need to make two billion just to break even on the movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> is it really considered a success if they don't make two billion? It's true. I don't know, but just that alone makes you think well, Disney did something smart with buying Fox. <laughs> just having that one property from it. Yeah, they may have done something smart. I still don't understand why people like that movie. It's just, it's just terrible. I tell you, you want, you want to do what's doing bad is uh, Shazam. A hundred and three million dollars worldwide, forty-seven million domestically. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's the thing is, you know, DC shot themselves in the foot when they announced James Gunn is taking over, and then James Gunn is saying, "Well, we're not going to incorporate anything that we've done before into this." So people are like, "Why do I care about this movie?" Yeah. So you know. You can you can have the stars come out and say, "Oh yeah, James Gunn is." It's yeah, going to be a good transition. The first one only did three hundred sixty-seven million. It did one hundred forty million domestically. Yeah, but it's so also it did almost a hundred million more. Well, I don't think people were really clamoring for another Shazam movie, and it didn't even. Uh, now I don't know if the after credit scene. I know there's uh, Wonder Woman in, but Mister Mind. Did they even touch on that? Because they were that was at the end of the. 
first movie. Yeah, so, I don't think I don't think they did. There's an article I you... read today of the ten most uh, unused after credit scenes. Yeah, and like seven of them were DC movies. Yeah, yeah, they're like they're, they're like these are the end credit scenes that ended up not going anywhere, and it's like seven out of ten of them were DC movies. I'm curious to see what the, what the other ones were, mm. because if you put in something like, uh, um, Wakanda Forever, then mm. you're just absurdly stupid. Mm. Well, because yeah. that I mean, because there's nothing leading to it anyway. That's right. I just... mean, other than the fact that he's Chichala's son. Right. That's it. You know, that will lead on to something, and maybe. Yeah, but it doesn't even need to be right. Yeah, it doesn't. You know, which actually, you know, if you think about it, if you put him, you know, as a into Avengers Academy, whenever you do it, as the Black Panther as a kid, that'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Um, bless you. I think I don't know. There was no sound. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Shazam, you know, it did not have its wham. No? Get out. Not good? No. Shazam didn't have its wham? No. Get out. Come on. That doesn't work. <laughs> didn't have its wake me up before you go-go? It didn't, it didn't, lightning didn't strike twice in the same place? No. No? No. It's not great. What, you, you forgot the buttons? <laughs> Come on, lightning didn't strike twice for Shazam? I guess because it didn't really strike once, but... Yeah, no. Zachary Levi is going to need to go back to Comic-Con and charge people to come visit. He says Startup Chuck again. Oh, God. It's the only thing that people like, though, with him in it. That dragged on way too long. Start Up Chuck again. Let's go all bulimic. (laughs) Did you hit the button? Because I just heard it's terrible. <laughs> like Ethan, it's good Ethan's old, last good old, show. Good old Chuck. That's terrible. It's Ethan's last show, or at least that last show in person, and he finally oh, uses the yeah. fucking buttons. <laughs> Maybe yeah, well. when Ethan's in Texas, he can find Nacho Man, or at least his remains. Nacho Man's dead. Chuck was only five seasons. Yeah, it was like three seasons too long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else, Ethan? You got any final words you want to say? I'll let you close out the show tonight. Final words? No. We are going to miss you. So long, and thanks for. The- <laughs> See, thanks you know, you need to say the fucking line now. <laughs> I could, I could play the was, song at the end. It was just for you. That, I, I didn't want to do it on air. I mean, no, but this you was should have. special just for me to you as a special parting gift. That was amazing yes. that he pulled the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy <sighs> out so of his long ass. And thanks for all the fish. It was amazing. <sighs> See, I can't use that for the title of the show this time because that should be when we do the. Well, this could be the last show. Because <laughs> we're, we're literally. A month away from our 10-year anniversary. Mm, April 27th uh, is the first night we recorded 10 years ago. April 27th is the first night we recorded. Yeah. Uh, uh, almost up, up, down, down. Nerdables. Yeah. And we're one month away. <laughs> and we're dropping like flies around here. Well, there you go. You and Mikey can end it. 
And it started. Didn't even start. It started with me, Chris, and Travis. Yeah. And Ethan was just basically working the board. Right. And Travis kind of. Chris first fluctuated in and out. So Ethan got bumped to a mic. And then. Why did Chris fluctuate? Because uh, car. Because he said something on the air one time. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. About. I guess he. he He's mentioned comic books that were being released the next day, and we aired it. That's why Carr didn't want him on the show talking if he was talking about that stuff. And actually, Carr said that was more his Chris's doing than his doing. But anyways, and then you came on around uh, Walking Dead when we were watching The Walking Dead, and we were doing the Walking Dead cast afterwards. It was me, you, and Ethan were doing that, and then just kind of, you know. It came the four of us. Well, well, it was mainly you were you jumping three. in and out. Yeah, yeah, I was. Which you know, of course, during that time, we ended up doing two Comic Con panels and doing a bunch of interviews, and actually, were the very first podcast to do a episode and do a show at Scum and Villainy, which now Kevin Smith uses all the time for his podcast, and I think. Uh, JC ends up, I think they do a Mandalorian or something out mm. there every once in a while. Mm. Uh, but yeah, we went to, we were at Outloud, Outloud Studio. No, we weren't. We were at uh, Stitcher. No. We're, no, where were we? Uh, it started with a T. I forgot. No, it was Stitcher. No. Wasn't it? No. I don't know. I didn't go with you. With a one. with a real producer in a real booth, we realized they didn't want to work with us anymore. So. And then they just yeah. they changed their their format, and, and yet they work. still put our podcast on their on their platform. Yeah, we're still up there on it. For what one Church. podcast, one episode? No, all of no, them. all of them are. Oh. You can listen to it. It's, it is Stitcher. It's not uh, Stitcher is one of them. No, this was to, to uh, start with a T. Twitch? No. Uh-uh. Uh, Titty twist. Titty yeah. twist. Yes, that's that's the one. Taint. <laughs> Could you imagine? It was Stitcher. I'm telling you, it was Stitcher. No, Stitcher was one of the services we used. Yes, but no, this one started with a T. I remember specifically. Twilight. Tune in. Tune in. Tune in. It was Tune in Radio. Uh, yes, Tune in. Tune You're in right. Studios. You are correct this time. The majority of the time, I'm correct. <sighs> At least you think you are. Um. Ethan is going to be sad to see you go, especially after having a 19-year friendship with you. And you're going off to Texas, of all places. Yeah, it's not my first choice, but <sighs> unfortunately, that's the that's the cards that have been dealt to me. So, Well, you are welcome to be on the show whenever you like, um, or whenever we record. Yeah, we record. I would say. I would hope so. <laughs> I would be like, hey, um, but who like knows? Recording. Chris can be back. Shortly. I mean, he's doing so well now. Yeah. True. He is uh, trying to finish up one little bit left at his uh, um, rehab. Rehab, and so once mm. he's done with that, he's gonna make a make a recovery. Yeah. So uh, go ahead and close us out, Ethan. See you later. <laughs> Deuces. Deuces, deuces. Oh my god, it's so anticlimactic. It's like it's like um, Fifth Element when Ruby, uh, when uh, Ruby Rocket, Ruby goes, Rod, 
Well, Ruby Rod goes to uh, Bruce Willis's character, Corbin. You know, Corbin. Oh does, yeah, yeah. And he says, "What's the word, Corbin?" Yeah. So. All right, tune in tomorrow when we hear <laughs> Corbin Dallas make another groan. Corbin Dallas. Corbin Dallas. Yes. Mopetas. Still one of my favorite movies. I still I love like that movie. Too. Chris yeah. hates Chris the that only one movie. that doesn't like it. Beth yeah. is upstairs right now screaming down something from it. <laughs> she, uh, boom. she absolutely loves that. Mm-hmm. It's a fun movie. She cannot go past Corbin Street, oh, you know, yeah, in the valley. valley without saying Corbin, oh, yeah. Corbin Dallas, Corbin Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> that is still one of the greatest movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't get me wrong. It's a terrible movie, but it's I love the movie. It's one. It's my, you know, terrible movie that I love. You know, I, I'm sure there's a lot of people who have. I don't think movies. it's terrible. I think it's, it's brilliant. It's a fun movie. Yeah, it's a fun movie. It yeah, is a fun movie. It's I one of those movies that you can watch. sit down that if it's on TV or if somebody puts it on, mm. you'll sit there and watch the whole thing through. Yeah. Mm. It's a fun movie, and I, I'll always, you know, if I see the DVD on my shelf, I'll be like, yeah, well, I'll watch that. I'm sure it's on some streaming service now. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but is that a Fox property? I forget. Uh, I think it was. You could throw Tombstone? it on. No. Tombstone. <laughs> Touchstone. Tombstone was the movie. I could throw it, I could throw it in the background and just yeah. like listen to it also. Yeah, it's it's one of those movies that I enjoy watching. Mm. But when you nitpick when you, and right. the things that I don't try to do when I watch movies, but when like you nitpick that? stuff, you can be like, uh, it's not a great movie. Yeah. It's not a bad movie, but it's not a great movie. It's like um, Starship Troopers. Mm. It's the same type of movie. Yeah. It's an you enjoyable movie. You know it's a stupid movie, movie yeah. but you're like, ah, cool, bugs. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's an enjoyable movie. Yeah. I don't know about Starship Troopers. What? I, I, I enjoy know. it, but not that much. No, fifth, fifth Element is higher up than Starship Troopers. Yeah. But Starship Troopers, I think, is one of those movies that I can also, if I was flipping through channels and see it on, I'll be like, eh, mm-hmm. nothing else is on. Okay, I'll sit and watch this. Uh, it says it's Buena Vista International, which is be it? Disney. Done nothing. So, so it's probably everything's on rent for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get rent. Uh, that's fine. It. I mean, it's, uh, that's the reason why I still. Buy no, it's Sony Pictures. Oh, there you go. That's one reason. It may end up being on Disney Plus because they have that deal with Sony at some point. Yeah. All right, come on, Ethan. Give us a good send off. Deuce. <laughs> The quiet send-off is you. Bye. All right. For the departing Ethan, (laughs) (laughs) make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. Also on Instagram is Nerdables and on Twitter at Nerdables Show. And check Ethan out on Instagram at what? At nothing. EB Customs. Because I don't do do anything. (laughs) At EB Customs. No. No, I might once I get... Settled in, I might have uh, time to start working on stuff again, but I haven't worked on anything in a long time. So, all right, so just you know what, fuck Ethan, <laughs> pretty much, <laughs> you know, pretty much. <laughs> you won't miss him. He'll just you know, we can throw something up. Exactly. We still have my manscape thing on here, so every time you miss me, 
you can just press no. that and play. No. Like, no. oh man, we we need to hear Ethan's voice. No. So you no. know, what are we gonna do? We'll just stop do- touching buttons and, and get to it before you in. Like, turn it off before it hits the coupon. <laughs> hey, you just said it right in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. So anytime you you miss my voice, you can just play that. Oh God. All right. So on that note, we're gonna wrap things up. We'll talk to you. Uh, I guess Mike and I will talk to you next time. Whenever that is. Whenever that is. Whenever that is.